back to On the Block with Stricken Bach on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Wrapping up things here on the block on a Wednesday for you on 93.7 The Ticket. I'm Jake Bachman. He is Eric Strickland. And uh, we've got some a little bit of news, uh, not necessarily too breaking. But over the last hour, former Husker offensive lineman, actually, Keith Williams, who played from 2006 to 2010. I think it was even second team All-Big 12 in 2010. So a vital part of that line has been named the Assistant Director of Player Personnel at Nebraska. So congratulations to him and welcome back to being a Husker. Also, Taylor McDaniel was uh, announced yesterday. Uh, director of recruiting. So, excuse me while I almost sneeze there for a second. But uh, it, it's it's good to have uh, a few more uh, names around the office, and, and we we expected some uh, recruiting type of additions there. And, and and certainly cool to see Keith Williams back there in that role for Nebraska. Yeah, I mean it's it's good. I'm hoping that as a whole that they'll be able to get that kind of lockdown and and helping out, and 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 it becomes a uh, you know, an affair where everybody is really looking to raise the the bar for Nebraska athletics again and get it back to rolling, hopefully soon. Yeah, like Trevor Albert said, he wants to get everybody moving in the right direction. And within, a, you know, football hires like this are interesting, again, because we all know uh, what, this, what this season means for Nebraska and this current staff. So you wonder kind of in these other um, different roles, especially, you know, one uh, a, a hire like this or, or like these two hires, would they, um, you know, how much, uh, how much job security, I suppose, do they have or how much does it matter who's the coach? Um, compared to, you know, if a new guy comes in, will they have his different people in those roles? Um, that'll be interesting to find out. But in either way, no reason to fear for that. They're in their role for this year at least, and uh, uh, so we're excited to to have them aboard and kind of follow what they do. Uh, I also wanted to uh, to mention the All-Pro teams, which were announced uh, yesterday. Uh, it was kind of cool, um, different than what we've seen in the past. A lot of young names involved in that. I think it was the first time um, since... Like 1954-1955 season was the last time the first team, all-NBA team, was made up entirely of age 27 or younger players. So um, kind of a new face of the league type of idea going on here. Uh, and the, the players that were announced for the first team, Giannis Antetokounmpo obviously uh, got 100 first-team uh, votes, so he did not miss one. He was in for sure. Uh, Nikola Jokic gets the center nod there as the back-to-back MVP. Luka Doncic gets a, a guard spot as well as Devin Booker. And uh, Jason Tatum becomes a uh, the first Celtic since Kevin Garnett in 2008, actually, to get a first-team uh, all, All-NBA award. On that second team, the biggest discussion that, uh, that I wanted to ask you about is Joel Embiid, uh, who was uh, second in the scoring um, and I think second in MVP, still kind of gets frozen out of here of the first-team award because of uh, the position he plays, center. Um, so kind of uh, interested in your in, uh, take if two centers should have been allowed to be on the first team. In any case, John Morant, Kevin Durant, uh, Stephen Curry, and DeMar DeRozan all selected to that second team. Third team, for what it's worth, uh, that's where LeBron James falls with Carl Anthony Towns, Chris Paul, Trey Young, and Pascal Siakam. But what do you think about Joel Embiid? Um, one of the best players in the league this year. Obviously, the playoffs didn't go quite as he wanted them to, but I mean, he had even more um, total points as far as votes go than Jason Tatum, but because of his position, he gets second team All-NBA. Do you think that that needs to be fixed or adjusted, or is that just, you know, positional basketball? 
that's just the way it's been, man. It's been, it's been that way. Um, it's unfortunate sometimes. I mean, just think about it. There are shooting guards that were perennial top 50 guys when Michael Jordan was there. Yeah. You're not, you're not, <laughs> not getting, getting in. It's just, I mean, it's just unfortunate, right? It's, it's unfortunate that that's the case. And it seems to kind of go along the lines now of, of not only success, but what you've done. So Jokic obviously winning the MVP, you know, they couldn't put him in as much as they probably wanted to. <laughs> put him on the second they couldn't, team. You know, you voted for him MVP. You can't put him on the second team. I mean, and, and that's the crazy thing. It's politics. A lot of it's politics related, right? Um, because at the end of the day, Jimmy Butler, you know, how does nobody on the Miami Heat team, if you're thinking about yeah, it, nobody on the number Miami one Heat seed. team, and they're the number one seed, they're the best team in the NBA, but they don't get nobody in any of them. Yeah. You know, I look at Pascal Siakam, okay, good, solid, but nobody on the Miami Heat. Yeah. So, I mean, so you can look at it in all types of ways, but uh, it, that's just the way people, I guess, look at it. And obviously, those a lot of these guys are kind of in their their different camps. I think Ante Dekumpo, maybe Jokic as big men are you're kind of in their own camp. But if you had to start a a team right now uh, between Luka Doncic, uh, Devin Booker, and Jason Tatum, the other first teamers there, who do you think you would uh, side with? For me, I think I I would have to go with Luka, and and the the reason being is that he can do it in all types of ways. Um, the style that he plays, he just needs certain people around him. It ain't that he, 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 he can score, but he still is a passer, you know? So um, for me, I think if he has the right ingredients around him, just a little bit more, I think if Luca had a, like a Jalen Brown type, Oh yeah. Dangerous. Right. Uh, so that's why I would look at it from that standpoint. I think Booker is, is great. But he's great in a certain type of system. I think Tatum is one A, one B, you know, for me because he's yeah. he can do a lot of things as well. I'd like to see his passing proficiency jump up a little bit better. Yeah, and it, and it has. He's he's still growing as a player, as Luca mentioned. He was growing as a player too. Both very young guys, uh, but it'll be exciting to see maybe the the future look of the NBA now there with uh, LeBron James dropping to to the third team. Obviously had a great season himself, but the the record probably caught up to uh, LeBron James in that quarter, Gary as well. Uh, that'll wrap it up for on the block for your Wednesday edition. Tomorrow we'll be at Double Eagle Golf, so definitely uh, plan on joining us out there. Uh, prizes, long drive contests, and the golf simulators—a lot of fun. So. So uh, Ticket Weeknights coming up next. Thanks for joining us on the block. Have a great Wednesday night.